Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn, and welcome to the Saint Friends Podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's Saint Friend was a bishop of the church who was appointed thanks to a communal dream and silenced a rebelling heretic in a rather glorious fashion. Let's find out why gold is tested in fire with our new friend, Saint Leo the Wonder Worker. Leo was born in May of either 703 or 709 in Ravenna, on the northeastern coast of Italy. Very early on, he became a Benedictine monk and moved to Reggio Calabria in southern Italy, where the local bishop made him an archdeacon. He stayed there until some events on the island of Sicily began to unfold. See, the people of Catania suddenly needed a bishop after theirs had died, and there was a clear heir apparent, if you will, a man named Heliodorus, who was a native of Catania and a noble. Bishops at the time were chosen by community vote, and as the vote approached, all of the Catholics in the city had the same dream one night, where an angel suggested to them to find their next bishop in Reggio Calabria, in a man who lived a holy life. Somehow, they found Leo, but he was hesitant to take the job and refused politely. Hundreds wrote to or visited him to tell him about the dream that they had and how he was the right person to lead the flock of Catania, so he relented at last, and in 765 became the new bishop instead of Heliodorus. So despite his reluctance, everything seemed to be going well for Leo, until Heliodorus decided that he wasn't going to lose the influence of being bishop to some mainland Italian. He began to devote himself to the occult and magic with the goal of becoming Leo's enemy and lead as many as he could away from the church. I forgot to mention that Heliodorus also publicly denounced his faith after not being elected bishop. Leo tried and tried to peacefully convince Heliodorus to stand down and that his actions were wrong, but he wouldn't listen. Finally, in 778, things came to a head when Leo was celebrating Mass at the cathedral in Catania, and Heliodorus rushed into the church and went among the pews shouting enchantments and causing all kinds of chaos. Some versions of the story say that he came through the doors like an elephant, making as much noise as possible. Leo was forced to end the Mass early and was set on putting a stop to Heliodorus and his occult chanting once and for all. Leo was actually pretty upset about the whole thing and in sorrow came to the conclusion that the only solution was to abandon his peaceful approach and confront the now pagan magician head-on, similar to Elijah and his encounter with priests of a certain pagan god in the Old Testament. It was time to put Heliodorus to the test. Leo ordered that a huge fire be built in the Achillean thermal baths, and he wrapped his robe around Heliodorus and dragged him to the place where the fire was now raging. Then, in a move that stunned everyone there, Leo threw himself and the heretic into the flames together, and they disappeared from view. Not long after, Leo emerged from the flames unscathed, and his clothes were just as they had been during Mass not long beforehand, except for the fact that they were really shiny now. Heliodorus, however, had not survived the flames, and after the flames went out, all that was left was a pile of smoking and glittering ashes. 
the biggest issue that Leo faced as bishop was that of the iconoclast laws of the Byzantine Empire, which said that all icons of saints and Jesus had to be destroyed. Obviously, Leo was opposed to this, which resulted in the governor of Sicily ordering his arrest. Leo escaped Catania and went to the opposite side of the island for refuge. He wandered the forests for years before reaching a place called Rometta. He dug a cave with his own hands and lived there for a while until the persecution seemed to calm down. He returned to Catania, reclaimed his place as bishop, and fought even harder against iconoclasm until he died on February 20th in 789, the day the church still remembers as his feast day. Leo, because of his miraculous defeat of Heliodorus, gained the title Thaumaturgus, meaning wonder worker. Traditionally, this title has been given to saints through whom God has worked miracles often, not just occasionally. The other saints this title has been given to over time are Gregory of Neocesaria, Manas of Egypt, Philomena, Ambrose of Optina, Gerard Maigeia, John of Kronstadt, and three of our old saint friends, Nicholas, Andrew Corsini, and Anthony of Padua. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me and our new friend, St. Leo the Wonderworker. You can reach out to us anytime by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at saintfriendspod. And as always, visit our website, saintfriends.com, to find even more saint friends. As we wrap up, we ask for the prayers of our new saint friend. Leo was reluctant to take on such a huge role as the bishop of a place he had never been to. Had he not, a man who was willing to throw his faith away, if he ever really had it to begin with, would have been left to lead countless people astray. Leo's life proves that those who are faithful to God are those who do wonders in his sight. May we remain faithful as our saint friend today remained faithful. We say together, Saint Leo the Wonder Worker, pray for us.